Thank you for joining us for the podcast ministry of Pastor Travis Smith and Brookfield Church, located in Wilmington, North Carolina. To learn more, visit us online at brookfieldchurch.life and connect with us on all social media platforms. We hope you enjoy today's broadcast. I want to give you a very quick word today, but I want to give you a little bit of background. Many of you might be familiar with the story of Joseph, but just in case you're not, we read that uh, Jacob, the son of Isaac, settled in Canaan where his father had lived as a foreigner. And Joseph, his son, was 17 years old and he was helping tend his father's flocks. And the Bible says that Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other children because Joseph was born to him in his old age. And Jacob did the same thing to his family that his father Isaac did to him by showing favoritism. And we know that favoritism always creates strife. So Jacob further inflamed Joseph's other brothers by having a beautiful robe made for Joseph. And one night, Joseph has a dream where he's in the field tying up bundles of grain with his brothers. And suddenly, Joseph's bundle stands up and all the other uh, bundles bow low before his bundle of grain. And that uh, enraged his brothers even more. And then Joseph has another dream in which the sun, the moon, and 11 stars bow down before him. This time, he told the dream to his brothers and his father. And Jacob scolded him. However, he also wondered what the dreams meant. And Joseph's brothers then set out to go take care of the father's flocks. After some time, Jacob sends Joseph to see how the brothers are doing and to report back to him. And when Joseph's brothers see him coming, they were making plans to kill him. And after some back and forth conversation on what specifically to do, they decided to just sell him into slavery. And so Joseph is sold into slavery by his brothers at the age of 17, after which he's purchased by a man named Potiphar, who was the captain of the guard uh, for Pharaoh, a very high-ranking official. And the Bible says that he finds favor with Potiphar, and Potiphar places him over all of his affairs and in charge of everything he owns. And God blessed Potiphar's house because of the favor on Joseph's life. But then Potiphar's wife lies about Joseph because she was hitting on Joseph, and Joseph wouldn't have relations with her because he had integrity, and Potiphar has him thrown in jail. And even in jail, he finds favor with the prison warden, and he's placed over all of the entire prison and all the prisoners and Then we go to Genesis chapter 40, and we find that Pharaoh's chief uh, cupbearer and the chief baker were both thrown in prison for offending their master. And Joseph sees both men look upset one morning and asks if they're okay, to which they reply they both had dreams that night, and no one can interpret them. And God allowed Joseph, uh, Joseph to interpret the dreams. And After hearing a favorable interpretation, the baker decides to tell Joseph his dream, and Joseph interprets the dream. Uh, when he was around 28 years old, he interprets this dream and he spends 11 years between being sold into slavery, serving at Potiphar's house and being imprisoned. And the cupbearer is restored to his former position and the other is impaled and executed. And the cupbearer, the Bible says he forgets all about Joseph. Two more years go by, but Joseph never gave into bitterness. He never gave into anger or sin. He maintains his integrity throughout all of this. And Pharaoh has a dream that all of a sudden the cupbearer remembers Joseph. So Joseph interprets a dream for Pharaoh, and then Pharaoh places him in the highest possible position with everyone answering to Joseph and only Pharaoh sitting on his throne outranked Joseph. So Joseph was 17 when he was sold into slavery. He was 30 when he was elevated to oversee Egypt. He was 39 years old, two years into the foretold family when his brothers came to get the grain, and they didn't recognize him. 
And how would you feel if your boss, whom you had faithfully served with impeccable integrity, was quick to believe a lie about you and subsequently have you thrown in jail? How would you react if a comrade broke a promise and as a result you spent several years in confinement? How would you feel if you did a favor for someone and helped them get through a dark moment only to have them forget about you and leave you in your darkness? You see, Joseph experienced all of these circumstances, but God had a reason, a purpose for allowing him to suffer. So why would God allow allow such a favorable man to go to prison under false pretenses, under a lie? Why did God allow him to be sold into slavery? Why did God allow so many terrible things to happen over uh, 13 years only to elevate him to the number two position in all of Egypt? Why didn't God just go ahead and elevate him if that was the plan all along? You see, God used these experiences in Joseph's life to prepare him and develop him for his calling. By Joseph's own testimony, the sufferings, the mental, the physical, the emotional agonies had been allowed by God so that Joseph could fulfill God's plan. Joseph rejected bitterness. He chose to forgive. You know, when our children were little, we had those child locks on the cabinets that we kept a lot of the cleaning supplies and other cabinets around the house that had things in there that we didn't want them to get into. You've probably seen them. They were the little U-shaped locks that had the teeth on them and they can go over the, the door handles and prevent toddlers and infants from being able to open the doors and be exposed to chemicals and things that they don't need to get into. We didn't put the locks on the doors because we wanted to keep them from the items behind the door. We put the locks on there because they were not yet prepared to handle what was behind the door. You see, there's a difference in perspective there. Us putting the locks on the cabinet doors didn't mean that we never wanted them to have access to what was behind the cabinet. It meant that we wanted to protect them until they were prepared to handle what was behind the door. And some of you today, you may feel like There are doors that you are pulling on that you want what's behind that door, behind that promotion, behind that healing, behind whatever that is that you're believing for. And it's not that the door is staying locked because God is saying no. It may just be that the door is still locked because God is saying you're not ready. So I want to encourage you today. Quit being frustrated by what God has not yet given you access to. And enjoy what he has given you access to. We have two children. We have a little boy. We have a little girl. And our little boy was born first. And when he was little, he would go and find these cabinets that we had these locks on. And he would yank on those cabinets for just a minute or two. But when he realized that he couldn't get into the cabinet, he would crawl on to other areas of the house and begin playing with the things that he did have access to. Now, our little girl was totally different. She was obsessed with these cabinets. And when she found one of these cabinets that had the lock on it, she would yank on it and pull on it, and she would just stay there and get so frustrated because she wanted to open those doors. She had a whole house full of toys, full of all these different things that she was prepared for that we had given her access to, but she refused to to put her attention on those things and instead became fixated on the two cabinets that we knew she wasn't ready for. How many of us today, that's how we're living our life? 
God has given us access to so many wonderful things and people and relationships and resources and opportunities, but yet we're still fixated on the things that have yet to come. I'm not saying that you shouldn't believe for it, that you shouldn't pray for it, but we become so upset that we've yet to grab hold of what we believe is in our future. And we refuse to acknowledge and give him thanks and enjoy the very things that he's given us access to right now. Just because there's a lock on our future door doesn't mean you'll never have access to it. It just means that we have to go through a process of preparation to be able to handle what's behind the door. So don't complain. Don't become fixated on what's behind closed doors today. Enjoy the things that God has already given you access to. Believe Him for greater, but trust Him in the process of preparation to prepare you, make you where you are ready to handle what you're believing for in your next season. Thank you so much for joining us for today's broadcast. If you are interested in hearing more of Pastor Travis's sermons or teaching, please visit us online at brookfieldchurch.life. You can also connect with us on social media platforms. If you have a specific request we can help you pray for, please feel free to contact us by emailing contact at brookfieldchurch.life. Have a blessed day.